The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning, and welcome to Friday. It's June 3rd, and it's five. Hey, are you hoping it's... 5.30, right there on the dot. <laughs> like it was 529 <laughs> for about five seconds, and I just waited. Oh, I think we have different computers, because mine said 5.30 the whole time, and I was like, are you hoping it turns to 5.31, so we're late? Oh, what are you doing over there? our seconds are off. <laughs> must be, must mm. be. Kim Kardashian's, when is she not in the headlines? No, exactly. Yeah, she has a new like kind of skincare thing coming out, and I think that's what this ridiculous quote all relates back to. Yeah, but she said, I'll try anything. Uh, to the New York Times, if you told me that I literally had to eat poop every single day and I would look younger, I just might. I Someone just needs might. to do that. Someone needs to come up with something that makes you look younger if it involves turds and let her eat her words. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, that's one way to put it. I do feel like there probably is something like this. I mean, there's always these, you know, you can have that uh, coffee cat poop stuff where like a cat I haven't has heard to, of that one. You haven't? A cat has to eat it, poop it out, then you like <laughs> dig through the poop and get these beans that apparently have been digested and are the most delicious, most expensive thing ever. So disgusting. But You had this? <laughs> no. I said most delicious, most expensive thing oh, ever. You know right. me. I don't Sorry, do I just got lost things. in the hole. <laughs> It is ridiculous, but people do eat poop. So, I mean, I feel like she'd probably, uh, somebody would be like, actually, Kim, I found this yeah. great silkworm that poops out yeah. age-defying serum, no and you kidding. need to eat it. <laughs> do, you, do you do anything right now to help keep your face young? I wear sunscreen when the sun's out. That's about it. I Do you have like moisturizers in the morning or at night? No, I'm really bad. Yeah, me for, too. Like, I don't do any of that. Stuff. I wear the same makeup that I wore in high school. I just feel like that maybe makes me look young or like I don't know what I'm doing. But that's uh, that's about as far as it goes for looking young over on this side of the bench. I'm not Kim Kardashian. She's 40. Maybe in seven years or so, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I need to start yeah. doing skincare and it'll be too late. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hop on the moisturizer chain. <laughs> Up here in Fort McMurray, we're finally steadily having highs of 20 almost daily. Love it. Thank uh, you. Finally is right. Yeah. And I've been out on my walks and everything for the past uh, month here. And want to know what I've slowly seen making a comeback here? Slowly seen making a comeback. People using the barbecues? Oh, yeah, that's great. That's one of them. That's that's absolutely <laughs> fantastic and terrible at the same time when they don't invite you. <laughs> hey, random stranger on the trail, you want to try some of this barbecue chicken? <laughs> yes, I would. I've been waiting for this moment my entire life. <laughs> Has not happened yet. If someone does make that happen. Um you just got to start a trend yourself, Sean. Be the guy out there barbecuing that says, come on over, I bought extra. Or I could be the person on the trail and be like, boy, that smells great. <laughs> what does it taste like? And maybe they'll just be like, oh, come come have some. I don't know. I feel like that's too eager. Then they'll they'll be like, meh, <laughs> not helping this guy. Uh, but what else has been making a comeback are the above ground pools. Ooh. They're getting filled. Because I go on a trail and I can just see into the backyard. <laughs> You're not looking. You're looking straight ahead and no, not that, being a creeper. That's on the homeowner for buying a house with a trail that it backs onto, okay? okay that's okay. not on me. My <laughs> eyes are just looking ahead and I see pools. And sometimes I look to the side and see. But uh, I'm seeing a couple potential ones that I could just like, you know, mosey on and just be like, hey, 
That's a nice pool you got there. Oh, it just so happens I have my flippy floppies and my wings and my pool noodle on me. Are you looking for someone to swim in that? Are you looking for some company for lounging? I'd yeah. like to, to float around in yeah. there. Oh, my friend just didn't let me in, but now I have no pool to swim in. Darn, what am I ever going to do? They're going to think that you're going to be that guy that likes to swim in that goose pond. <laughs> no, no, not it's different. I'm just looking for friends. <laughs> Trying to overnight something to Edmonton yet? yesterday and it was a bit late in the day mm-hmm. it's like 3 30 yeah it doesn't feel late in the day but it's late in the day for business people to you know yeah yeah the modern everyday business like nine to five kind of thing yeah so i was on a bit of a tour going around to different like places that mail things trying yeah. to be like can i get this to edmonton by tomorrow um and then i decided to call one of the businesses but even though they have uh multiple locations in fort mcmurray they have a 1-800 number that takes you to all of Canada. Yeah. And not only that, there was not a human on the other end of the line. It was somebody that was like, service in English or French? And I was like, English. And they were like, sorry, would you like service in English or French? And I was like... Sounds like you button mashed the wrong button. There wasn't a button mash. It was a, it was use your voice. And I was like, I talk for a living. I speak very clearly. Somebody help me. And so I just set things off on the right tone right away. And then they're like, um, what would you like to know? And I was like, I would like to talk to a human. And then they're like, it sounds like you're asking for business hours. Where are you located? What? I said all the right things. Like, <laughs> so frustrating. A curious thing has happened, Sean. A curious thing. Curious. I'm I- curious to hear, Maddie. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Um, the company that runs Elvis's estate and like the likeness of Elvis and things like that yep. have said that Vegas weddings run by Elvis impersonators can no longer happen. Oh, and why? Oh, exactly. They have not <laughs> said why. They haven't spoken out, but they yeah. sent a letter on May 19th. Just cease to, and desist. Stop yes, doing this. Cease and desist by May 27th. They didn't even really give much warning oh. or time. They just said, you know what? We're not going to allow this anymore. Now, the curious thing to me, yeah. on top of the fact that, like, why? Who cares? But also, that Elvis biopic is about yeah. to come out. And I'm like, wouldn't that be the best time to give Elvis a resurgence? No kidding. And get like people of maybe like the millennial generation or yeah. Gen Z maybe back kind of in love with Elvis because he did die in 1977. Like it's been a long time. Yeah, I wonder what kind of royalties they would receive um, if they wanted to maximize off of anything of that sort. Maybe that's the plan. Maybe they're like, you weren't paying to use the likeness ah. of Elvis. Maybe if you want to, we're, we've got something in the works that's right. to come out right after the movie. I just feel bad for all these Elvis impersonators. Like, there's over 400,000 in the world. Yes. And it seems like if this is the way things are going, there's a lot of guys that uh, were born looking like Elvis and <laughs> have a lot of capes and sparkly things in their closet. They're going to be out of job. Well, there'll just be a black market now for Elvis weddings. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a way and a how to get it done. If you want to get married by Elvis, I'm sure you can slide some cash under a table. Hunka hunka burn love. Come on out. <laughs> We're talking about Elvis impersonators this morning because his estate has now outlawed uh, Elvis impersonators marrying people yeah. in the state of Nevada and Vegas. Mm-hmm. And uh, it hasn't come to Elvis impersonators that do like shows. Oh, okay. So, so they can still show up to say like one of the events here if 
need be. Yeah, if somebody wanted to book an Elvis singer. Um, and I actually remember when I was in high school, I went to a winter carnival. Yeah. And the main event for the opening ceremonies was that there was an Elvis impersonator coming. Okay. <laughs> and I was working at Tim Hortons at the time, and we were giving out free hot chocolate at this winter carnival, mm-hmm. which was beside the stage. And all of these ladies were just reaching forth Swooning. to get to this Elvis impersonator. Wow. And I remember he walked off the stage and walked over to my little hot chocolate stand. I was 15. Oh, boy. And he said, come here, honey. You've been here all night. And like that Elvis voice, took a scarf off his neck, put it around mine, pulled me in Pardon and me? <laughs> kissed me on the cheek. Still assault. <laughs> My goodness. I was like, man, I don't know. You are so about yourself, you impersonator. (laughs) I don't know if that would happen these days. Like, I don't feel like a a guy would feel comfortable walking off stage and pulling a 15-year-old in to do that. Don't put past some people here nowadays. Oh, dear. Gee, my goodness. It's still, like, remarkable. Just, like, the confidence and, like, not even the confidence, just, like, about himself. Like, everyone wants me. All these older ladies were, like, all over my show. 15-year-old, you must be about this as well yeah. my goodness why didn't he choose one of those ladies who are reaching yeah. out to him please pick me no 15 year old <laughs> so many amazing things on television last night steph you had the goilers game two against the avalanche they didn't fare too well oh shoot uh they lost four nothing uh the first game of the nba finals was on the boston celtics versus the golden state warriors that was also pretty electric all right a good game the celtics won but probably the most intense thing on the television last night was a spelling bee really yeah yeah (laughs) this is all over the internet this morning it went into overtime the spelling bee i didn't even know that could happen (laughs) yeah neither did i neither did i think the entire world and then apparently in overtime in a spelling bee i think they switched up the rules recently because i think before they would just go back and forth okay you spell one word now you spell one word and you keep going until someone gets it wrong yeah but they made it more exciting this year okay and so this is a 13 year old and uh you have to spell as many words as you can in a minute 30. oh my goodness and whatever you think that sounds like amplify it to 100 more degrees i'll give you a little sample here okay yes, please your first word is spielbone s-p-e-a-l-b-o-n-e Okay, so they don't know any of the words beforehand. They're just throwing out these like complex words and she's like, Yeah, 13 years old, how do you even get all those letters out and let alone in the right order? Yeah, yeah. Not even using it in a sentence or being able to use your finger to draw it on your hand to see. Yeah, it was just top of mind. Ooh. You just rip them off. So, Steph, I want to test you, okay? Just, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> it'll be fine. No, I'm just going to pick things like in this room here, okay? okay? So, it's not like these crazy words that they're using. It's just simple words. Are you ready? You got to go as fast as you can't think on it, okay? Okay. okay. Are you ready for your first word? Yes. Microphone. <gasps> M-I-C-R-O-P-H-O-N-E. Monitor. M-O-N-I-T-E-R? Wrong! Oh, <laughs> Keyboard. K-E-Y-B-O-A-R-D? That's correct. This is scary. Calendar. Oh, this is a hard one. Oh, C-A-L-E-N-D-A-R? 
Okay. Surveillance. What? Is this not in the room? Who's watching us? S U surveillance. S U R V E I L L A N C E. Hey, there you go. Look at you. You could have competed in it. Oh yeah, for sure. The trend I've been noticing not only among friends but among social media as well, and it's that people are trying to. Peel back from the binging phase of things. Oh, I am totally on this trend. I'm doing that too. Me too. Actually, me too. Instead of, so for instance, Stranger Things just came out. Instead of just like, bam, it comes out, you watch six episodes in one day, you waste a whole day away. People are trying to elongate it, take it in, process what they're watching. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it also, it's been a three-year wait for Stranger Things. Yeah. So the idea of being like, all right, it's over in six hours yeah. is a little bit sad. But well, yeah, every episode's over an hour long, so more like eight, nine hours. <laughs> but that's just me being down to the nitty-gritty right now. But I'm curious about everyone else. If anyone else has like kind of been following along with this, like 780-791-1037, you can text or call in. To that number. I'm curious if more people are hopping onto this because I've been doing about one episode a day, if that, especially since like hockey is dying down to just like one game a day, I can kind of sneak in an episode. But I'm enjoying just watching an episode, taking it in. And they'd be like, you know what? I can't wait to watch that again tomorrow. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm absolutely not watching Stranger Things. It's too scary for me. <laughs> but I have been watching This Is Us. But it's just one of those shows that you have to sit in your feelings for a bit. Like, you can only yeah. cry so much. So, okay, I'll cry today. <laughs> watch this episode. No more tears left. <laughs> cry again the next day. Yeah, it is like, you can't get through a This Is Us episode without crying. So, if you, unless you want, like, a really bad headache by the end of the yeah. night, you have to take it slow. Okay, what, what about the, the reality shows like uh, The Circle? Those are oh. about like 40 minutes or so. Did you pound out a couple of those in a row? And they only come out four episodes like a week, right? I did pound out a couple of those in your yeah. room. So I guess maybe it depends on the show. So. The show. Like Grey's Anatomy, probably could keep watching. That's right. This Is Us, gotta cry. But. Yeah, but I like the trend. Just dragging things out. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. Hi, how are you? <laughs> good, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Okay, so we got an email um, about how amazing you are at climbing stairs. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering how you guys found out about this. Uh, Melanie. Melanie sent us an email just uh, telling you about all the amazing things, the competitions that you participate in, and how you like kind of traveled for the firefighter games around the world. And so we want to just uh, chat with you about it. Oh, certainly. Melanie Perry. She's one of our newest new, uh, newest firefighters out at Syncrude. Well, she's we fantastic. Her. <laughs> yeah, she, she is. She's pretty amazing. She should also be your press consultant. No kidding. PR person. Uh, no kidding, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, uh, um, you're, you're going to climb some stairs, but how did you get into this? Uh, well, today, this year's not stair climbs, but uh, oh. back in 2016... It's it's a hill climb this year just because of COVID, unfortunately. Oh no! Sorry, I'm so stuck on stair climbing. <laughs> oh no! It usually is a stair climb. I despise stairs, so I train a lot with stairs. So that's kind of why I do them, unfortunately. Um, but back in 2016, my mom was diagnosed with lymphoma, and uh, Calgary Stair Climb puts on a uh, firefighters. They climb the stairs and they raise money for firefighters and their families living with cancer. So that was kind of my go-to to vent and to get rid of my anger and frustrations with everything that was going on with my mom. So, yeah. Wow. 
And then did you find that it helped and did it turn into like a passion kind of thing just for like all the, the fundraising that goes with it? 100%. Um, my mom, as soon as I started doing it, my mom loved it. Um, she, she was, that was the one event out of all the competitions and stuff that I do. This was the one event that she loved the most that I did. So, um, yeah, it kind of took off and I kept doing it every single year and until this year when it kind of means the most. Yeah, and then I, I see. I think I see that you went to Portugal recently to compete in a nice little world firefighter game. What was that like? Uh, that was quite amazing. Uh, this is my third time competing in the world firefighter games. Um, it's usually a 13, 14-day event, and there's all different types of competitions geared towards full-time volunteer and retired firefighters. So somebody can go there and play uh tennis and wrestling and arm arm wrestling and stuff, or you can get right into the the bigger events uh, directly linked with firefighting like I do, which is stair climb, uh, disaster challenge, rope rescue. And then the main event is the toughest firefighter alive, which I compete in every year. Wow. Whoa. What does that all consist of? (laughs) Uh, You might remember uh, Firefit, Scott Firefit, that used to be in town. They used to have it at the Kasman Center, and then they had it down at Mac Island, it's essentially an exaggerated version of that. And so instead of being two minutes, it's actually 40 minutes long. Oh, my goodness. So, no yeah. kidding. Now, so. as, as a firefighter, side question, do you watch yeah. Chicago Fire? Uh, I've watched bits and pieces of it. I have a hard time getting into it. Um, <laughs> what is yeah, the this- realism factor with those shows? Well, they don't call them, we don't call them the jaws of life or we call them the spreaders and the cutters. So that's kind of <laughs> a little tidbit of information. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love that. Hey, are you going to be yeah. in the firefighters calendar, by the way? Uh, no, unfortunately, Stinker doesn't have a firefighters calendar, but wow. uh, it'd be pretty cool if we put one together. Yeah, well, it's something with you competing <laughs> in all this thing. I don't know what you look like, but I can only imagine it's pretty great. <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, tell me, tell me back to your stair climbing. Um, so you're back running back to the calendar. No. <laughs> back to the calendar. <laughs> you're running up a hill, and you said it's because of COVID. Is it because you can't be in the same staircase as people, or what makes the difference? So ever ever since COVID happened, they they try to make this still happen every single uh, year, just because we raise money for a really good cause. Um, so. Uh, usually it's been a virtual climb outside in the stairs and stuff on like around throughout Alberta. So this year with COVID restrictions starting to lift and everything, we usually do it in the bow tower, which is 55 stories, 1204 steps, but they didn't, weren't hundred percent sure what was going to happen with this restrictions. So they did it at the COP park and it's basically a 1.5 kilometer run up the hill and then obviously back down. So three kilometers in total, uh, full bunker gear, with the with the CBA pack on your back, and uh, yeah. Wow! And as a person who usually climbs stairs, do you get on a workout machine and do the stair climber, or is there a favorite staircase in Fort McMurray? Uh, I usually just get on the stepper. Uh, we have one at work. I go down at Mac Island, or down here in Edmonton. I'll go to like uh, one of the gyms down here. It's pretty. It's it's not the same. You pretty much just have to train cardio, um, especially the, the this one now being a hill climb. I'm usually running Beacon Hill in my full gear, trying wow. to train for it. Or I go to one of the gyms. I'll go to nine rounds wearing my 
full bunker gear and uh, train there as well. Incredible. Hey, how can people, if they're listening to this, how can they kind of help you out and just help you along with your journey with fundraising and everything? Uh, right now, if they look me up on Facebook, my name is Brad Austin Shearing. I have a link up there where they can donate to me directly. Um, or I am raffling off uh, a Bikini Bliss pack, couples package. Um, there is some spots left in that, so they, there is options either or. But if they are donating to me uh, directly through the Calgary, Calgary Wellsprings website, uh, I'm accepting donations until June 4th at 6 p.m. is the deadline. Well, so, and I'm I'm shooting for first place for the highest donations. And right now I'm in first place, but there's some people creeping up behind me. What is your current total at right now? I believe last night when I did a tally, it was $12,160 wow. so far that I've raised. Amazing. That, it blows me away. I get, I get pretty emotional when I, when I think about this stuff because, you know, you look back at the wildfires, you look back at the floods, and now stuff like this and various other events, Fort McMurray just comes together and, like, helps out in amazing ways. It's pretty amazing to be a part of that. Yeah, you're you're uh, definitely a bright spot in this community, Brad. And we just want to thank you uh, for everything that you're doing to represent the community. And we wish you all the well and uh, um, just kind of uh, moving forward and celebrating the memory of your mother who passed away and all the fundraising that you're doing uh, for cancer research. It's incredible and inspiring. Awesome. Thank you so much. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.